Hello everybody, welcome back to CamH889 The Bridge. I'm Andrew Pearson here with another career spotlight and this one's going to be quite special ladies and gentlemen. We have today our local priest from St. Monica's Catholic Church, Father Kurt Nagel. It's great to have you on today. Wonderful to be here. Yeah, so with this kind of career spotlight deal, <laughs> what we're trying to do is capture what a particular career field is like and give a glimpse of that to the public. So uh, and it's really special for me. So full disclosure, I myself was born and raised Catholic, and I was just curious to see, you know, what priesthood is like and your journey towards that. So I think my first question for you would be, at what point in your life did you discover faith? You know, it's interesting. I I, I grew up, uh, by the way, I grew up in Bellevue. So I, I grew up in Newport Hills, uh, graduated from Newport High School, so kind of local, and um, my my family was structured like my mom was Catholic. My dad didn't go to church really, mm -hmm. so it was kind of one of those things. And so we went to Catholic church mass pretty much every week because my mom was the one doing that, raising yeah. us sort of the faith. My dad would stay home. He supported my mom, but um, he didn't really go, and he wasn't Catholic. And so, um, but it wasn't really real for me when I was in high school. Uh, mm -hmm. Growing up as a kid, I went. I wasn't really a, a rebel or anything, but. As soon as I got out, so I went to Wazoo for my freshman year, and as soon as I got there, I, I just didn't, you know, I, I never went back. To, I don't even know where the Catholic Church is in Pullman because it just didn't mean anything to me. And so I went through a stage, really, where I was asking the big questions. I think a lot of people do when they're freshmen and yeah. kind of doing that. And, and so I went into, like, Zen Buddhism. I was, trying, I, I was uh, interested in that. But then I also, I kind of just became an atheist, Mm -hmm. um, pretty quickly. I, uh, my real love was, uh, I wanted to be a history major and I wanted to do, I want to be a historian, history professor. And that's a pretty, you know, secular, non-religious environment. And that's kind of where I fit in. So I came to faith really for myself when I was about 25. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of an adult thing. And, and so I had questions about life still. And what I was living really wasn't quite, it wasn't making sense to me. And I was a Tolkien fan, so I liked the Lord of the Rings and that sort of thing. And, and I started d d delving deeper into his life and found he was a Catholic, very serious one. So I always thought Catholics were, and actually any Christian, were kind of stupid, yeah. um, you know, because I thought, well, that's just something they had to, you know, make believe stuff to keep, you know, to get through life. But here's an Oxford professor. So he, I wanted to be a professor. Mm -hmm. Oxford professor would have been like my highlight. That would have been, and here's a smart guy who believes this stuff. So he had a friend named C.S. Lewis who was um, Episcopalian, we would call it, Anglican. And he wrote books about explaining the faith. So I went into those books, and that was really what started it. And so I was 25 when I started going to church again. Really? So, but at that point, it was me. It was my beliefs. I, because I, I remember reading these books um, and thinking, you know, wow, this makes some sense. This is actually a pretty sophisticated philosophy. And... And so eventually, I remember I was in Kirkland at the time. I was at graduate school at UW. And, um, and I was, it was midweek, mid-afternoon. I was on the couch reading this book. And suddenly I was reading it from the, out, from the inside, saying, this is us, not them. And I realized I believe this stuff. And so the next Sunday, I had to go back to church because I knew I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't even know where the nearest Catholic church was. But I looked it up and... I found it, and I just snuck in the back of the church, and that was again twenty-five December eighty-five, and kind of gone since. So, but that's a long story. But that's kind of how it came to me. So, at what point in that journey in your faith did you realize that 
God was calling to you to become a priest? Not right away. Not right away. So I still said, you know, I so I started I started considering myself a Catholic, worshiping as a Catholic, but I still wanted to be a history professor. Yeah. And so I gotten into a degree, uh, a doctoral program in Johns Hopkins. So I went off to Baltimore. It's a five year program. And so it was there that I, it was about halfway through, and I was probably 27, 28. And all my friends, we were doing our dissertations, and all grad school friends, and, and they were all looking for jobs, and they were doing that sort of thing. And I was yeah. suddenly realizing, you know what? I don't think I'm going to, and I didn't even know where it came from, but I said, I, I don't think I'm going to go on the market. I think I'm going to go to the seminary. And so, again, it, it was no like, talking voice or lightning striking me or anything. It just kind of bubbled up. And then I, I, I pretty quickly thought that was it. So I was probably 28. And so how long have you been, have you been a priest? Well, after I got my dissertation, I, so I get, I went on and got the, the degree. Then I, and I, at age 30, went off to the seminary. That's a, a school for priests. Um, and so it took me five years. And so I was ordained a priest in 1997, and so it's been 25, almost 25 years. Mm-hmm. You said you said a little bit before that I found interesting that you really love going into the classroom and being a, an educator and a teacher for younger folk. And as someone who is younger, I was just wondering, from your perspective, what do you believe is younger people's greatest need in these times? Again, you're, you're asking good questions there because you're right. These are weird times. Um, I think it's a difficult time. And when you say young, I'm, I'm assuming kind of teen. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a tough time. In some ways, it's always tough. Tough, you know. 1970s. I was, I'm old. I, I went to Newport, and I, I'm in the class of '79, so it's been a while. But I think high school is always kind of challenging. And I guess what my answer would be, and I guess in some ways, I say, okay, I'd really love you guys to tell me because I, you know, I try to reach out to you. It's good to, to hear what what you need. But I think I can say safely. I think, and it's not so different from others, but I think especially just to know how much they're loved. Uh, I think everybody needs to know that. But the idea that in Christianity, this isn't just a Catholic thing, Christianity, God is love. And the idea that you are loved by the creator of the universe personally and, and unconditionally. And I think to be able to know that deep in your heart is what everybody needs. And that looks different for different people. But um, I, th- and I do think people wonder today, um, you know, what's my life about? Is there any meaning to it? And if, I, if I'm loved by God and God's invited me into his own life, then that's a meaning. Yeah. So I think that meaning in love is what I would say is, is like the, mm-hmm. what teens need today, especially though, probably always. Yeah, so um, to kind of close out with a couple last questions, do you, have a, do you have a favorite Bible quote? You know, by, every priest, when he gets ordained, he has a little, a little uh, card that he gives out to people. It's kind of like a baseball card, but it, yeah. it has a Bible, Bible saying on it and probably a picture or something. Mine was Luke 9, 23. Um, and it, it, it's about how do you follow Christ. Um, if you would be my disciple, uh, take up your cross daily and follow me. Um, for whoever loses his life gains it, and whoever gains it, gains, whoever, whoever lives for his life loses it, and whoever um, Saves his life, lose. I, I'm under pressure here. I've I've, I've I've blown it. But the whole idea for me was the idea that that's the idea that's a daily struggle to follow in the footsteps of Christ. All right. Well, some great stuff, Father. Um, I'm Andrew Pearson, and here for KMIH 889 The Bridge. Now that was another career spotlight. If you want to listen to more of these, these will be on for the rest of spring break. Thank you, Father Nagel, for for coming in today. My pleasure. And. Uh, 
thank you all very much and have yourself a, a fantastic day.